بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى لسيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى لإبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا Allah Tabarak Tala has revealed the Qur'an Kareem as the rope for the people of this world. It is that mirror with which a person is able to see into the future. It informs him of what happened in the past. And the more he reads it, even if he does not know so much of the meaning of Qur'an, he will definitely hear along the way the name Fir'aun. Haman, Qarun, Thamud, Ad. And reading it and reading it, one message will come to him. That no matter how powerful they were in their time, but whoever challenged Almighty Allah, history itself proved that they got wiped away with the winds. And whoever remained faithful to Almighty Allah, until today their name is being taken. In one verse of the Quran, Allah Taala speaks about Nuh alayhi salam. And Allah Taala speaks of the wife of Nuh alayhi salam. The wife of Nuh alayhi salam from the wives that he had one wife. He says there were two wives, one wife of Nuh alayhi salam, one wife of Lut alayhi salam. And for some reason they just couldn't move with what their husband wanted. In their house, wahi, revelation was coming. But for them it was, I want a lifestyle out of this. So they stayed with the people of the era, and they even mocked their own husbands quietly. But when the punishment of Almighty Allah came, so when a person reads this, that message that that verse is giving, is just think about that woman. How many days she had to just make sabr on haqq, and if she had done it from the day of Nuh alayhi salam until today she would be living in a garden of happiness. But because she was unable to make sabr patience for those few days, that's why she never liked the dawat of her husband. She wanted entertainment immediately. That was the only issue. In the world today where they say go look for entertainment, Islam has not stopped anyone from being entertained. But the only thing is, do you want to be entertained for a short while and then have to suffer it forever? Or are you ready to make sabr for a short while and then enjoy it forever? In this surah that we are going to now translate, which is known as Surah Al-Ma'arij, it has been my habit that over the last one and a half years, whenever a chance comes from a program, then one surah of Qur'an is taken and a translation is made of the ayat. The purpose is to show our greatest bayan is Qur'an. Our greatest bayan is Qur'an. And if a slight meaning can be understood of Qur'an, then you don't have to wait for every Friday, Juma bayan. You don't have to wait for every month, one big bayan. Every Fajr Salah will be a bayan. Every Maghrib Salah is a bayan. Every time you'll open Quran to make your tilawat, it's a bayan. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I leave behind you. He said, I leave behind you two lectures or two lecturers. And if you can listen to these lecturers, then whatever lie is spoken out in the outside, you will be able to give the answer to it. But the passing of time, however, we became dumb that we don't talk Qur'an. And we became deaf from the lecturer. Then he explained which are these two lecturers. He said one is that lecturer who's silent. But in his silence there's the whole bayan. That lecturer is death. That lecturer is the qabristan. That lecturer is history. Go to that graveyard and you will see ages. You will see the baby's graveyards. 
and you will see the grandfather's graveyard. You will see Firaun and Haman, the emperors of the time, they grave. And you will see that old man who no one knew anything about, but when he passed away, he read, La ilaha illallah, and he went. You will see the one who everyone praised him, they shot bullets in the air when he died. Everyone's grave is quiet. The silence of the graveyard is giving a lecture. Go and listen to that lecture sometimes. That lecture will say, that don't worry of what the world is saying. Worry about what I am saying. Because when I go in the grave also, the people on top might say to the grave, do you know who came into you? The grave will say, I will taste for myself. In this world, while we are here, we are like an apple. You can shine yourself, I can shine myself, how much we want. But it's like that apple we bought from checkers, and then you just start shining it. No matter how much we shine it, number one, the value of the apple is not going to increase. But even if it does shine, every person knows before biting, why don't I cut? Because sometimes that kajur that's given to you, sweet, beautiful, wonderful. The man says, I brought it now from Medina, fresh. Then you will see some people when they eat their dates, they think that because the date came from Medina Munawara, there's no worms in Medina Munawara. Nabi Sallallahu would open his date. He would open it to look inside. But me and you normally we get so like, give me that date, give me that date. One time it happened, someone distributed a lot of dates to the madrasa, a lot of dates. So students are students. Perhaps they forgot their bismillah also. And as everyone's enjoying it, one person decided to practice on this sunnah, he opened it. And then he said, hey, there's a worm here. And then you saw, forget bismillah, it was inna alillah for everyone. Everyone's head. So the one in the hand had, now he doesn't know the one inside, did that also have, how you'll know. Then the taste goes out. Then the face changes. No matter how well it looks on the outside, if the worm can come in the date of Medina Munawara, no matter how beautiful I look on the outside, a worm could also be sitting in me. When I will be lowered in the grave, girl or boy, uncle or auntie, mufti, grand mufti, the world will say, you know what apple is coming into you, how he shines. And the grave will say, I open up the fruit first. When the grave will open, if we are rotten, may Allah save us all, we got our own problems in the grave. The praises on top will not help us. And if the fruit has no worm inside. Then when it is lowered in the grave and the grave opens it, it will say, well done. From that moment, Nuh salam also went in his grave. And his wife also went in her grave. Listen to the silent bayan of that grave, which is saying to me and you, remember the wife of Nuh perhaps entered just a while before Nuh entered. From that era until today, one is smiling and enjoying, one is screaming in agony. One from that day till today, as one is enjoying, he knows that the enjoyment will get even better. After every enjoyment in the grave, the angel will say, now relax, rest, O Nabi of Allah. The day of Qiyamah is still coming. Jannah is still coming, which is something else. Every person who goes in the grave, when he's introduced to what is the menu of paradise, when he's taken into that world, when he's taken around, and he says to the angel, when is Qiyamah, when is Qiyamah? Then the angel says to him, relax, go back to sleep. There's still lot still to be shown. Every time when he's shown, the angel says, and what's coming is even better. But imagine that individual, imagine that wife of Nuh salam, as she gets her punishment in that grave, and as she's screaming from that time, 
Every time when she says, is it coming to an end? The angel will say, it's only going to begin still. This surah and like this Quran is itself a bayan. One is the silent bayan of the grave that says, listen. And you will hear nothing but inside speaks its own story. And one Allah's Nabi said is a speaking lecturer. This is Al-Quran. We cannot be deaf to the bayan of Quran. And if it is that I say I don't understand the language, then it never gave me the right to say so I will stop listening to the lecture. That one who wanted to study in the past, when Latin was a language in the schools, they said Latin is conditional. No matter how funny it sounded, that person learns Latin. When Spiritual students had to go to study in China, the Chinese language is like an upside down language. I think you looked upside down to see what's written. But he went, he said if I need the language to get my degree, he learned that language. And completely upside down thing. But something made him say, if I need to learn it, I'll learn it. Because something dependent on it. Salvation of my and your iman depends on listening to the bayan Allah sends. Perhaps up till today when fitan never yet burst. So me and you continued and Quran saved us. There were many people perhaps who only listened to the Quran of Sheikh Abdul Basit. Because they said, I enjoy what he's reading. While he was reading of Jahannam, they were saying, Allah, Allah, they never knew what he's reading. But even just listening to Quran, without knowing at all what he was reading, miracle of Quran, it did the job also. Even that was sufficient. So many when they went in the grave, People saw unique dreams of them, unique. They said, what a wali passed away. Then they asked the family, what was he? And the family will say, nothing much. But I know my husband, now and then he would say, that when I was young, I was unable to learn this Quran. Forget the meaning of Quran, I don't even know how to read Quran. He says, but I remember my husband would pass his hand. And he would say, Allah, I know this is the truth. And I'm just sorry, I never was able to learn it. The wife said, my husband would do this here. Why they came to ask? Because on his death from his grave, a smell started coming out. People were grabbing the sand. The sand had that smell. They said, what a man passed away. Quran did miracles. But as we are going into the worst of times, the darkest of times, you normally say to a person, it's going to be dark tonight when you're driving out, so put on your lights. Put on the lights means open up Quran. When this will open, light will spread. And if you say the road is very dark, load shedding has come again, all the lights are gone. The man says, don't worry, I got brights. Brights is this Quran. When fitan becomes darker, my light must become brighter. Make an effort in the next few years when now it has become so easy to learn anything and everything. At such a time to make an effort, can I, and if I say I'm too old, but that word too old, history itself proved it wrong. Because I see the very old uncle, forget the uncle, I see the very old auntie. She knows how to play that game on the phone. That game which I can't understand, she's scoring points. Old auntie, who taught you my grandchild? Old auntie learned how to score. If she could finally understand how that game works, old auntie and old uncle could also, if they wanted to learn a little of the meaning of Quran. It is now a translation needed in front. It could be on the phone on the side. It could be my Quran in front of me. There were those scholars who say, I make one khatam of the Qur'an per week. Meaning I read like seven Jews, seven Jews, seven Jews. And then he said, but my other khatam is taking me 30 years. So they asked him, how can it be taking you 30 years if one is taking you one week? He said, one I am reading fast. 
So I get about seven juz done. And he said, one I'm reading and thinking about the meaning. Thirty years have gone and I'm still busy with my one khatam. Me and you don't have to take so long. On your phone, ask for a nice, a good and authentic translation. And by Allah's fadl today, they are those translations which are written so well. In an English we can understand. In the past it was like the Roman English. When you would read it, you would feel like this is too old for me. Now the English also is mine and your English. Then you open your Quran, read half a page. When you hear the reasons why some people accepted Islam, you will hear of that woman who said, I was walking and something said to me, in this dustbin is what you're looking for. It was a person who sometimes did look in the dustbin because they would find a chicken. Something had gone off. One fruit was thrown away. What was the thrown away fruit for one person is the food for another person. So something told that person that in this dustbin you will get what you want. He said, I went looking and I found a Zulu Quran. Quran in Zulu. How dirty it must have been. Who put it there? Allah save us all. But someone put that what for one person meant nothing for the other person was your life jacket. What one person put in the dustbin, another person pulled out. When looking perhaps for food and what food she found, she opened it. She said, what I was looking for whole life I found it. How was a person who never knew Quran able to find guidance in one opening of Quran? How is it then me and you who open Quran every day, but we still don't see any light? This is a journey in Quran that must never stop. Wherever we are, take one step further and you will see the enjoyment just starts. If we get stagnant where we are, we will become bored. If you are doing hymns of Quran, now you have memorized Quran, now it is door of Quran, then a time will come where you will say, I know my Quran. But if it's a journey that never stops, the fish in this ocean as you go further becomes even more amazing. Then you say to your teacher, I'm not stopping on this journey. I want to now learn what it means. Let me start with few surahs. Let it start with those surahs I normally read. You will get such an enjoyment of your Quran in Salah. You will like to read it after Maghrib. You will like to read it after Isha. You will perhaps want to wake up early in the morning to say just to read two rakats and enjoy the bayan of my Allah. The surah is known as Suratul Ma'arij. Ma'arij means the day the ladder will be put up. This day refers to the day of Qiyamah. And this is this bayan of Quran. A few days ago they announced that now they have come out technology. I mentioned this in another bayan, I'll mention it again. Technology reached that level where they said now they will give you those glasses. When you will put it on, it will take you into virtual reality. Virtual reality means that if you are sitting here and you are in the bayan, but your friend sends you a message and he says, hey, the beach is nice at the moment. So all you do is you take out your normal glasses and you put on your other glasses. And he puts on his. With your glasses that you put on, you will suddenly find yourself next to him walking on the beach. How it's going to happen, we'll only understand the day I get those glasses. But they already announced it's out. So it means in the next one year or two years, virtual reality. Virtual reality, you'll tell your son, go to sleep, my son. He said, Daddy, I'm going to sleep. At night when you go in the room, you might see him shaking wild. You'll think he got a foot, you'll grab him, you'll say, what's happening, what's happening? He'll take out his glasses, say, what's wrong? You'll tell him, like, you wrong. He won't know how to tell you he was in the rave at the moment. He'll be busy so much dancing, he forgot he was in bedroom. One vase broke there, one bo bottle broke there. He never knew where he was, out of the real world into another world. They call it virtual reality. And we don't know where they will be able to take me and able to take you. 
and where they will be able to take our daughters and perhaps our wives. That there's no need for them to even say, will I get caught now? All they'll need to do is put on the glasses and if they want to hold the other one's hand also, they will feel the touch. If he wants to have a meeting with his friends, he will say, let's have a virtual meeting, everyone will put it on. Now you can choose where I want to have the meeting. So you say that one expensive hotel, that will be yours. Everyone will be sitting there on the couch. You paid nothing, you never needed a visa. Maybe for me and you, one of the best things will be on to go for Umrah. So I'll say virtual reality, put it on. And then you'll see one man in his house just going round and round and round. His wife will say, are you gone nuts? He says, sure, I'm making tawaf. We don't know what's going to happen, but virtual reality is out. And it comes with so much of good, but it comes with 100% double that evil. It will enter man into a world that's not real. And it will make him feel this is more real than the real world. So when the thing, when I read it, what came to my mind was there's one glass that does take us into reality. But it takes us into the real world. Virtual reality is Quran. If we can read Quran in a manner that I put on these glasses, and I allow Quran to take me into that world, then you will see how others view the world, we will start viewing it different. How others will say, are you mad? And for me and you to explain, no. A girl comes in front, She's as pretty as the world can create. But because I put on another glasses, which is showing me the whore of paradise behind her, when she will say, what's wrong with me? We will say, nothing but the one behind you is even better. You got a period of 10 years where you'll keep your beauty. Her beauty will last forever and ever. You, without your makeup, you become like a monster. She is makeup. Her nature is she's created from the sand of paradise. Your nature is such that the prettier you are, the sharper your tongue. We know woman. In this world you can't get it all. Man has to choose. If I want a smart face, you must be ready for a sharp tongue. Sometimes the man will say, Allah gave me a gift. I went looking for deen. I found it all. Found it all. But later on you'll ask him, you really? He say, no, no, there has to be one, two problems. You say, but she's listening, I can't say the problem. In this world you will never get it 100%. But she can be as beautiful as she wants to, if you can put on a glass to see behind her. Then it will be easy for me and you to steer. This surah takes us onto the plains of Qiyamah. And in such a unique manner, سَأَلَ سَائِلٌ بِعَذَابِ الْوَاقِعِ A man posed a question, سَائِل The man posed a question that what will be that punishment that's one day going to come? لِلْكَافِرِينَ لَيْسَ لَهُ دَافِعِ Regarding a punishment which the non-believer will not be able to push away, what is that punishment? A punishment min Allahi dhil ma'arij which will come from an Allah on the day when this in the past they would call it the step ladder on the day when the step ladder will be erected what step ladder ta'rujul mala'ikatu war ruhu ilay fi yawmin kana miqdaruhu 50000 sana on a day when on that step ladder you will only see angels and among the angels a ruh Jibrail alayhi salam. They will be going up and down, up and down, up and down so much. While we hear the angels do move but we don't see it. But there will be a day when that sky will break. And that ladder, in the past they call it a ladder. Today they said, you know, an elevator. And you see that person, he goes in the lift, but the lift still closes. Then came the time where we saw the see-through lift. 
that you can see the person going up, 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 and it's beautiful because when you're looking in, you can see out. In the past, people couldn't see in and out because of which you never knew what's happening inside. If a person never know what a lift is, now you can see through it. If you never know, our honorable principal and sheikh says that one person was in the village when he came to the city, he never knew what a lift is, elevator. So when he came to the village, from the village he came to the city. So he saw this elevator first time in his life. First time is always scary. On that day it will be even more scary. But for him it was very scary. He saw it opening. And there was one auntie there. Little bit big size. So she was waiting for it. When he saw it opening she went in. Because you can't see what's inside. He saw it closing. So he thought it's like some monster that now swallowed her. So man's nature is you save the auntie. So he ran and he started banging. Open, open, open. So the left is going to go up. But you can't see. Could You could see. So it went up. And then it happened she came out. Ittifaqan, coincidence. Another auntie went inside. Pretty smaller, tanner. And she came down. And he said, open, open, open. And it opened. And when it opened, she said, excuse me, sir. And he went, now he's wondering, how did this happen? She went in big size, she came out smart. Thinking, thinking, then he called his son, he said, Mohammed! Mohammed came running, he said, Daddy, Daddy, what's wrong? He said, oh, bring your mommy quickly. <laughs> bring the mommy. Now he couldn't see that. But if you can see it now, you know what's happening. But on that day, you won't even be a left. Today they reached the time where they said a man will stand soon. There's no left. You will just stand and they'll be able to lift him up. Whether we'll see that time or not. On that day Allah says, when you will see the step ladder or the elevator or whatever it's called and you will see the angels going up and they will be coming down. Angels going up. But on that day it will not be smart auntie, not smart auntie. The surah comes to say you are asking about the punishment. Normally when we speak about the punishment, it means Jahannam. The surah is to say, forget Jahannam. The punishment will start on the plains of Tiyama. Allah says, you are asking about punishment on a day which will have the duration of 50,000 years. Jannah and Jahannam will come after. The plains of Tiyama itself will be so dreadful. It will be so long. There will be a time where people will be standing and nothing will be happening. Nothing. It comes in the narration until a disbeliever himself will say that, Oh Allah, I know that Jahannam has been written for me. And I know what Jahannam is, but I can't manage standing any longer. If it has to be Jahannam, let it start. Just the day itself will be سَأَلَسَائِلْ بِعَذَابِ الْوَاقِعِ The man has asked a question, what is this punishment? The answer is, forget the punishment. Qiyamah itself is going to be a punishment. فَصْبِرْ صَبْرًا جَمِيلًا Beautiful Quran is. Me and you now will put on these glasses and we now need to bring ourselves on the plane of Qiyamah. 50,000 years Allah says, O man, can you make a little patience in this world? Then you will not have to suffer for 50,000 years. Look at this verse. Fasbir sabran jamila. Can you be a little patient? We normally when the doctor is trying to operate and that young child is saying, leave me alone, leave me alone. The doctor says, just hold on. It's not going to be painful. It's one injection. The mother is screaming, telling the son, just one day, one day in the hospital. And the son says, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And the father says, my son, please be patient. Fasbir, sabran, jamila. Because if the operation is successful, your life will be saved. Beautiful Quran is, Allah said, 50,000 years. Immediately he said, oh man, can you be patient for a little while? For me and you, it's only a period of 20 to 30 years. And actually, real sabr is only a period of about 3 to 4 days. Because whenever that itch comes, 
When the mosquito bites, we all like to scratch. We all like to scratch. When I was small, someone said to me that actually what's in the mosquito bite is an egg. That in mosquito has laid its egg there. And he said that that egg, it likes to be scratched. That's why it says, scratch me. So he says, now what you must do, don't scratch it. Someone told me. It was a lie, but at least it worked for me. He said, don't scratch it, because that one day likes to be scratched. If you scratch it, it starts getting life. And if you don't scratch it, it dies. Dies in you. For me, I believed it. For a while, I believed it. So when that mosquito bite would come, I would like hold myself. I'll kill you. But I won't scratch it. Knowing that if I scratch it, it's going to get life. I never scratched it. I learned one lesson, but you don't scratch your mosquito bite for a few minutes. It stops itching. The mosquito bite stops itching. You become immune to it after a while. When I went after that to Pakistan, I don't know if you went and you saw... In Pakistan, you'll see like a thousand mosquitoes around someone's head. He also must be getting butt like anything. He's immune to it. But mosquitoes carry on biting. He carries on talking. We put spray, the spray, night sleep. And he got no spray. But he learned one thing. Let it bite, but don't scratch. And you will not feel the pain. Fasbir sabran jamila meant that. All of us got the ability to say no. But sometimes we just don't want to say no. فَصْبِرْ صَبْرًا جَمِيلًا Allah Tabarakullah says, إِنَّهُمْ يَرَوْنَهُ بَعِيدًا Some people then will say, but it's so hard, so long. They see it like so far. وَنَرَاهُ قَرِيبًا Whereas when we're looking at it, we see it around the corner. We see it around the corner. Again, think of Nuh salam and his wife. The wife will scream from the grave, if only I knew my death was around the corner. And Nuh will say, I told you it's around the corner. Few days of sabr. And you will find an enjoyment that never ends. The glasses is on. We're on the plains of Tayama. We are now looking somewhere else. First we will look up. On the day when the sky will become like red, like that oil. If you ever are making something in the deg, then you will see that oil at the bottom, it gets like a reddish color. That red oil when the sky will get that color, red normally means danger. And when mountains will be moving like cotton wool. When one friend will not be asking his other friend. But they will be made to see each other. Each one will see the other. Not that you won't see him. Each one will see. But either he'll be too embarrassed to look at him in the face. Or he'll be too worried about himself to even say, can I help you? Let those glasses be on. Let it be that I don't have to be the one who one day does it. But through the barakah of Quran, Allah gave me a chance to watch this real movie. This is our movie. What's happening in this movie now is, there's a mujrim, a criminal. He's on the plains of Qiyamah. And now he's trying to come out of his problem. يَوَدُّ الْمُجْرِمُ لَوْ يَفْتَدِي مِنْ عَذَابِ يَوْمِ إِذِمْ بِبَنِيهِ You will see the criminal on that day going around asking that if I am, I am prepared to give my children over as a ransom so that I get saved from this punishment. وَصَاحِبَتِهِ He will say, I'll be ready to give my wife. وَأَخِي He says, I'll be ready to give my brother. That entire family who was my everything in this world, he'll say, I'm ready to give them all. Meaning all of them, put them in the fire, just so I can get saved. You will see him saying loudly, I am ready to give whoever is in this world. I'll give them all. If I have power on the world, I'll give the world. 
thumma yunji just so that he can save himself think of that man and then you will understand what is called a friend when he will say sahiba means wife it also means girlfriend it will be the woman that you gave your life for but on a day if a man finds allah as a criminal on that day he'll forget all his loyalty and he will be said ready to say let them burn let them burn just so that i don't burn kalla it will be said no way innaha ladha this is a burning fire nazaatan lishawa even if you don't come to it it will come to you it is a fire that will peel off the skin from the face when it will hit it knows where to hit fingertips you will see skin coming off you will see skin peeling off it is a fire tad'u man adbara wa tawalla wa jama'a fa aw'a it will have its own call it will call upon those people who in this world acted dumb and deaf man adbara the one who when he was called he looked the other way wa jama'a all his intention in this world was i need to gather 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 for aw'a and store 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 his job was i need to make my bank balance bigger 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 so much he was putting in it so much then he got one worry what if the taxman sees open another account another account this fire's job is to call he says oh the gatherer and collector where are you walking now come think of this verse of quran there was a man in the past may allah fill his grave with light that we can never imagine he called his children he also was blessed with wealth he called his children and he said there is this one account i have put and there is so much of money in this account but this money this account is waqf he said when i pass away no inheritance will come from this account this is waqf so they said to him like waqf for what and so much of his property that money comes into this account waqf he said this account will continue gathering gathering certain income will gather in this account already at that time it had how many millions we don't know at that time he said it will continue and it will remain as a waqf in the family until one child in my family gets the chance to meet the mehdi when he meets the mehdi he will say my father sent this as a gift to you there were those people who gathered they already went in their grave perhaps that money is still collecting jama'a fa aw'a and there are those people who gathered but they knew i'm going to die and when you ask them for who you gathering he said my children that's the biggest lie if you got lot money give it now if you give it now at least they'll make dua and don't give all one time because then you get one small dua and finished after that instead of one small jazakallah get lot jazakallah how you get a lot of jazakallah allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said should i not show you an act that if you use it it will create love tahaddu tahaddu means amongst each other give hadiya it means continue giving hadiya continue giving hadiya because we know when a boy gets married his mother goes to buy the whole woolworths she buys enough hadaya for her coming daughter in law problem is she doesn't continue with the hadaya she gives so many gifts before he gets married The normal law was give little and continue giving. Woolworths will stay, you don't have to buy it of one shot. But carry on visiting and carry on giving hadiya. Give hadiya of clothes, give hadiya of handbags, give hadiya of shoes, give hadiya of whatever you want, but remember that girl, poor girl can only wear few shoes. So if the mother-in-law bought already five pairs, now stop. because now she needs a cupboard for those shoes if you bought cloaks already three times now stop because she got more than enough some people never learn this lesson that when you give hadiya 
the best hadiah you can give in life is cash. Who doesn't like cash? Who doesn't like? Ask that rich man, what makes you smile? He say, more money. It makes everyone smile. You have a Hazrat Shah Hakim, Muhammad Akhtar Sahib, Rahimullah, someone brought to him one lungi. A lungi as hadiah. Like how you say, Hazrat, hadiah for you. You say, MashaAllah, Jazakallah, hadiah. And the person went away. Then Hazrat Hakim Sahib said, open this cupboard of mine. There was Lord lungis there. He said, some people think malsabs only sleep. <laughs> only, how many lungis? Then he said, take it out. He said, who needs lungis? They started distributing lungis. He said, I can open a lungi shop. Lungi shop. Then he explained this. That in Sadaqatul Fitr also, the best the fuqaha mentioned is give money. So the poor person can buy what he wants. He said, in hadiyah you want to give, but give that hadiyah. Instead of gathering in your account, every time your child comes to visit you, then don't let him go except that you put a hadiyah in his hand. What the benefit of it will be? Your daughter-in-law will make sure that your son comes to visit next week. You'll say, let's go see your mother. Say, mommy, I see all the time. Let's go visit your father. You'll never know why, because money makes the world see green. If she knows she's coming back with 400, she's not bothered what your wife told her last week, she'll come to visit you. But, but if there's no hadiyah, she'll say, I don't want to see your mother. What she said that other day, you know what she said about me. Put one hadiyah in the place, tahadu, and love is created. Continuous small amounts breaks fights. Continuous small amounts. You visit your sister, leave something. She'll make dua, you must come back again. Next time you come, she won't be saying, every time he comes to visit, she'll get happy you coming to visit. Because she knows she must expect something after that. Hadiyah creates love where there was hatred. One man went to the shop. That waiter wasn't very nice at all. Like you have sometimes, it was his day of his mood. So when the man was leaving, he gave the waiter 50 rand. More than what it cost him, the food he gave the further waiter is up. Like a shock, and how I behave with the man. 50 rand, the next time the man came to the shop, the waiter was the first there running. Sir, 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 you will come here, can I put up the parda for you, can I get something for you? What a time he gave him. As he was going, he put 5 rand in his hand. The waiter looked, he said, huh? He said, this is for last time and that was for the same. <laughs> How you know, if you give money, the world changes. Give a hadiyah and you will see miracles happening. But look at this, when the man just gathers and the account gets bigger and bigger and bigger. فَجَمَعَ فَأُوعَ There are some people in the world, you read about them in the newspaper, what their net worth is. For them, their honor is to reach a certain amount finished. They got nothing to do about making other people smile. And they themselves know, I'll never use this amount. But for them to reach an amount which is called my net worth, and one day if one business doesn't give, and they say he dropped from his net worth, and now he's the second richest in the world, on that night he can't sleep. For him just to reach that level, and when we read about it in a newspaper, you wonder so much, then this verse will say, Tad'u, remember on that day, the fire will call the man whose job was to gather and collect. It will call him. On that day, do you want it must call me and you? Look again in our accounts and start opening up. People in the past, when they had money, they said, I know when I die, my children will even stop visiting my grave. I can't only worry of them because they are not going to worry of me. In their life, they opened up waqf. This waqf was such a big thing in their lives. Certain countries you will visit, they will say, this woman before she passed away, she had made a waqf for the cats of the town. A waqf for the cats. That from the money of this account, food will be bought every week. 
and it will be thrown on this ground here. So that the cats will come and eat, they will get their food, I'll get my reward. There was a work for the orphans. There was a work for certain hospitals. There was a work for madaris. There were those people whose job was to gather. There were those people whose job was to give. Allah make me and you amongst those. Allah gave us lot. How much we got stay on that level. Now if you get more, make other people smile. One person, when he passed away, before passing away, he said to his son that I have another wife. She's in, most likely it was Indonesia. So now when I'm going to die, she's also your mother. So the inheritance also has to go to her. Normally you'll say that to, to your son, you don't ever say to your wife, she'll kill you before you die. So he said to his son, then he passed away, so his son got his other brothers together and he said, you know what, daddy had another wife. And it is only right that she must get her share, and this wasn't a small share in inheritance, it was big amount. So he said, you must go, you must bring mommy. Because she'll only be able to get it if she comes back to that Arab land and they sign it off that she is definitely the wife and so many millions will be given to her. So he went, he went to where his father mentioned, he came there, then he met the woman with the translator, whatever it was, she explained that yes, I am your father's wife. He had married me so many years ago. So he said, I want you now to come with us and we are going to make sure you get your estate, part of the estate. They came there. The judge looked at all the papers, everything was in order. He said, this is the second wife, so the amount will be split. Your mother will get so much, she will get so much. And then he took his, what you call like stepmother, back to her country and he left her. Then a few years down the line, one day they were sitting and he said that, you know, it's only right that we visit her again, just to see if she's okay. Money we gave enough, but you're not your mother. But it's only right that we visit to see if she needs anything, she's okay. So he made his trip. When he came there, he was amazed to see her house was still the same like how the first time he met her. She was still living in that old house. So it was a shock for him and he said, did you waste all that money? We gave you so many millions and you never even changed. She said, I grew up in this thing. I grew up in this. So he said, so where's all that money? So then she took him Behind that house, in the street, behind it, there was a huge building. Huge building. And there he saw on the building the name of his father. She had opened up a madrasa on the name of his father. She said, what must I do changing my life? Like, what are I going to get? She said, your father was a good man. While he was alive, he did for me. Why should now I not do for him? So what are I going to have to do with this world? I already loved so many years as I am. Now must I change? Same bed. The bed won't give me any better sleep. Same food. Must I just gather, gather, gather? So she explained how many hundreds or whatever number was studying, learning Quran, learning the meaning of Quran. She said, this is what I could do for your father. Unique, isn't it? Unique. One person, he heard that when I, was, I mentioned it on Bayan. After that, to the bayan, he came and he told me, hey, I, the whole bayan, he said, I like that, that story. He said, I really like that story. I said, yeah, inspiring it is. He said, yeah, actually, I got one in Indonesia. <laughs> I got one. He really remembered that part. I hope she put up my madrasa one day. He really remembered that. Yeah, I got one day in Indonesia. So the issue is not the Indonesia auntie. The issue is the money. That forget she doing for me. Will we do for somebody else? We're all going to inherit one day. But we're waiting when the inheritance comes, my car will change. Finally, my Toyota will become the BM. I always wanted it. We're going to get another world where you can drive whatever you want to drive. How we are in this world if we can remain on that level. And when more comes, then let it not gather, let it be given. Because when Jahannam will call, it will say, I call the collectors. It must not be, I was also the collector. Allah Taala says, إِنَّ الْإِنسَانِ خُلِقَ هَلُوعًا إِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرُّ جَزُوعًا وَإِذَا مَسَّهُ الْخَيْرُ مَنُوعًا That someone will say, but my nature is, my nature is when I see money, I go wild. When I see a girl, finished. When I see problems, I collapse. My nature, 
Allah Tabarakullah says, we created you like that. Innal insan, insan indeed has been created. Halua, one who has no sabr. Think of the beginning of the surah, Fasbir sabran jamila. You have to be patient. Allah Tabarakullah says, I created you that there is no patience in you. No patience إِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرُّ Whenever problems come, you will see he gets like out of his mind. He wants to take the gun and immediately shoot. Suicide is my only option. Small problem, he starts screaming. How he screams, there's no one to hear him. He can't control his emotions. وَإِذَا مَسَّهُ الْخَيْرُ And when good times come, manua, Then he becomes stingy. He can't let go. He just wants to gather more and more. Allah Tabarakullah says, I created you like that. I'm created like that. You created like that. But if we created like that, then how are we going to be the one who was told, be patient? Allah Tabarakullah says, Illal Musalleen. Illal Musalleen, Mufassireen translate, Illal Mu'mineen. But the believers, they are different. Meaning we are created to be stingy. And we are created not to make sabr. That's our nature. We created from sand. Our nature is sand. Sand's nature is you bury thousand dinars in the sand. That sand is so stingy. When you bury by the sand a seed, the sand will look at the seed and say, Ah, this is nothing much. That's why after a while the sand will say, Ah, go out. That seed will come out and a tree will come out. Wonderful tree, wonderful fruits. The sand is ready to give that. But put ten gold coins in the sand. And then you will see the sand will say, you just stay where I am. The sand himself cannot benefit and he will not let anyone benefit. Me and your nature is the same. When Frakos comes, he only wants 50 cents. Then I'm Rabia, Basriya, and Junaid Baghdadi. I'll take out 50 cents. I'll put it in his hand. And say, make sure you buy bread. Eh? Make sure. 50 cents. But when the time comes to give 500, then I become the sand again. I say, 500, you don't go nowhere. 50 cents, i got law to distribute in the world. It seeds. But even 50 cents can become a tree. But if I'm able to give out the hundreds, then you will see the thousands. When I'm able to give out the thousands, then you will see the ten thousands. But our nature is sand. As soon as big amounts come, eyes open big. That's when the account immediately is hidden. Even my wife mustn't know my pen. When I was in one place, that person said to me that the most amount of money we collect is in the month of Ramadan. Most amount. So I said to him, how? He said, when the men come from Tarawih, the women are sitting listening to the radios. And because they know their husband's pun, the amount we pull out from his cards, Tarawih time is the biggest amount we get. He said, certain husbands actually say, while I'm reading Tarawih, I'm making dua, I hope tonight she doesn't do it again. But women are like, so she's hearing in the bayan, give here, give here, and this is your jannah, and then she takes the card, or her card in the end of the day. And yeah, tick, 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 one shot, gone. All that uncle says, he knows on his phone, he just gets a beep, beep. That beep means another one gone. Another one gone. So a lot of money comes in Ramadan, but they only from the aunties, not the uncles. Only from the aunties. For men to spend is so hard. We are like the earth. Small amounts to give, very easy, one seed. Big amounts, just stay, stay where you are. But we know that if the ground doesn't let the gold come out, no one benefits and the ground doesn't benefit. If I don't let money come out, I will not benefit, no one else will benefit. Illa al-musalleen, Allah says, the believers are not like this. They can make sabr. And when problems come, they can be different. When death comes, when COVID comes, and everyone starts running away, a believer is different, he is able to run towards. See when COVID happened, how non-Muslims in the ending admitted, 
where our own children were not ready to come and touch us. He said, I saw that Muslim who came and he said, don't worry, I'll help you. He knew I might also die in this. But a believer is different. Afghanistan, when the Western world wants to know how did those Mujahideen kick out the West. And people saw it. Many of them who saw pictures, non-Muslims, it's still playing in their mind. They saw the pictures of Muslims wearing chumpals. That man wearing chumpals was able to chase the superpower of the world out of his country. How he walked in those mountains. I once upon a time had to climb one small mountain, small hill. Because I had on a chumpal. They never told me without a tacky you can't do it. Because of the chumpal I slept. That day I gave a bayan, the whole body was bruised. Whole body. My one friend, his mother gave him such a shouting, how could you let Morana climb that thing? But the problem wasn't the climbing, it was the chumpal. You can't use your chumpal to climb. But in Afghanistan, they use chumpals to climb mountains. With chumpals, they went up the mountain, down the mountain. With chumpals, they ran behind American soldiers and they kicked them out. How did the man with chumpals do it all? The other day when that bomb took place in the one hospital, and the one mujahid who's now called like the Badr Jamaat, now the war is finished now. Now there are so many of this Badr Jamaat that said, we fought America looking for Shahada. But now that America is gone, it seems our time to be martyred for Allah now is not going to come. So when this bomb took place in that hospital, the one leader of this Badr Brigade, one of the leaders, his friend said, I, I said to him, hold on, hold on. But where he was going to hold, he was running. As I told him, just wait for backup. He just turned back to me and he smiled. He laughed. And then he ran into that hospital. He passed away. Last thing before he passed away, his friend saw him laughing. That laugh was to say, what I've been waiting for so long, you telling me all back. This verse is, Illal Musalleen. The believers are not like this. The believers, when problems come, they don't scream like other people. The believers, when death comes in front, they don't go nuts. They don't go wild. They don't go mad. The believer, when his own child passes away in his arms, when another person starts screaming, the believer says, Inna Lillah. When you visit the house of the believer and someone passed away in his house, you don't see everyone crying wildly. You see a person, a tear coming from his eye and a smile on his mouth. A believer is different. When a believer gets wealth, he gives wealth. Allah Tabarakullah says, the believers are not like us. Illal Musalleen. May Allah make me and all of you believers. We are different. As for that one who hasn't got this, Allah Tabarakullah at the end of the surah says, فَمَا لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا قِبَلَكَ مُهْطِعِينَ عَنِ الْيَمِينِ وَعَنِ الشِّمَالِ عِزِينَ I'm amazed, Almighty Allah saying, amazed at the disbeliever. How they are running towards you, meaning running towards Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, running towards me, running towards you, some from the right hand side, some from the left hand side. They run towards us for what? To say, I must be like them. First Allah said, man's created. He's created, his nature is stingy. And he's created, his nature is he can't make sabr. Except the believers. After discussing who the believers are, Allah says, now how is it? That when the believer is the only unique one in the world... I'm the only unique one. you the only unique one. Now the disbeliever comes running to us with his whole jamaat, with his television, with his newspaper, with his cartoons, with his entertainment. And he's saying to me and saying to you, be like him. And he makes himself such that he is Superman, he is Batman, he is Mecoman, he is Rambo. And for amazing, the believer looks at that entertainment. We look at that TV, we look at that cartoon. That small boy, you'll see, he wears Batman and Superman. 
He puts on that cape. Then he stands on the sofa. And he says, I'm Superman. And he jumps. And then bang, he breaks his neck. That cha father who told him what Superman made him lose his mind. The father was supposed to say, oh my son. That there is a believer who is different from the non-believer. The non-believer is like the grounds. When he gets, he holds. His only intention is net worth. He is a bloodsucker. He is a vampire. He might come on the cartoon and he looks so nice. But he is a vampire. He sucks blood. His own wife he is not faithful to. He forget he might not have a wife. He might have another husband. He is a vampire on the TV. Do you really like him? A father, a mother has to be able to say to their child that if you really want to see that Hollywood star, then I need to show you behind the star there's nothing but darkness. Oh my child, you can't fall in love with this individual because he's not a believer. His nature is such that if someone says to him, there's a problem in your house, he could be Superman yesterday on the scenes. But when you will see him crying and swearing and what words he's using, you will say, you're not Superman, you're a stupid man. You will have to see that man. When Quran described his nature, that he was created like this, when good times are coming, he's, he just holds. You'll give your life to that star. The day you will meet him and you say, I just need to shake hands with you. He got no time for you. He looks the other way. Even if he says, I'll sign. You want my auto autograph? You want? You say, no, sir, I need some money. My mother is in a problem. He just looks the other way. He got billions sitting in his account. You gave your life to be his supporter. Whenever he did something, you were happy. While you were reading your Maghrib Salah, you were making dua. I hope he makes it. I hope he makes it. You were making dua for him. The day he gets what you wanted him to get, his nature is he holds back. He's a blood sucker. He will be ready to see you and your sisters suffer so that his house can go higher and higher. He's not a believer. Every father, every mother, every child has to understand Quran. فَمَا لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا How amazing it is that the believer is the only one different in the world. And now the non-believer is coming and telling the believer, be like us. أَيَتْمَعُ كُلُّ مَرِئِمْ مِّنْهُمْ أَيْ يُدْخَلَ جَنَّةَ نَعِيمٌ How is it that the disbeliever can invite the believer? Almighty Allah says, does the disbeliever really have a hope that he will one day enter paradise. Kalla, how can he ever have that hope? Inna khalaqnahum mimma ya'lamun. When we created them from what you know and what they know. Meaning, what is that superstar? That superstar was also created from sperm. After that sperm, there's a difference between a believer and a disbeliever. The difference is the believer on top of that sperm, he puts salah. On top of that sperm, he puts zakat. On top of that sperm, he puts fasting. On top of that sperm, he put the command of Allah that I will say no when my Allah said no. As for the disbeliever, on top of his sperm, he never put anything. So when his sperm, the only thing is now you will say you are handsome looking sperm. Allah says, do you think sperm is going to inherit paradise? If sperm was going to inherit paradise, then everyone will be in Jannah. It is only the believer that is different. Otherwise, we all sperm. We all sperm. He can only make his sperm look smart. But he never puts salah. So when he will go in the grave and the grave will say, what you brought... He will only be able to say sperm. فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِرَبِّ الْمَشَارِقِ وَالْمَغَارِبِ 
إنا لقادرون على أن نبدل خيرا منهم وما نحن بمسبوقين and then comes to the end of the surah how it ends it started فصبر صبرا جميلا you only need to make a little patience otherwise you will have to be patient when it's 50,000 years end of the surah is everyone is given a chance that you either be from the believers or you either want to be sperm you got a choice but when that individual says don't trouble me i will be who i want to almighty allah says then by the qasam of that allah who's in charge of the entire east but not east east every day the sun rises at a different place and who's in charge of the west because every day when it's going to set it's hitting another point allah says by the qasab of that allah who's in charge of every rising part and every setting part of the sun and all the journey and the points where the sun grows goes and wherever it falls that allah who's in charge of all of that he says allah for him it's so easy that if you don't want to be that believer he will bring somebody else to be that believer if you don't want to be the first was told to the arab who was around rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam they were given the greatest chance abu lahab abu jahal they were in front 10 years 13 years they enjoyed dawat 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 and it was said and if you don't want to accept no problem allah will bring another the ansar from medina with the ones who accepted when the arab never want to accept there was the afghan there was the iraqi there was the shami there was the yemeni there was the afriki if me and you in lanesia don't want to accept then there's a man in another town if the man in one street wasn't want to accept there's the man of the next if the person born as a believer now says i don't want to be then almighty allah says no problem i will bring the disbeliever to do the job he will become a better when the surah ends on this let me and you say allah i want to be i want to be not just die as sperm i want to be different fasbir sabran jamila as for those who don't want fadharuhum yakhudu wa yalabu leave those who don't want to change leave them playing and enjoying until they find the day alladhi yu'adun which they were promised a day when you will find them coming out of the graves they will be now running towards the idols looking will the idol now help will the star help will the superstar help will the entertainment khashi'atan absaruhum their eyes will be down tarhaquhum dhilla disgrace will be above ذَلِكَ الْيَوْمُ الَّذِي This is that day which everyone has been promised. The surah started, you asking of punishment, death will be a punishment. Just that, قِيَامَ 50,000 years, فَصْبِرْ صَبْرًا جَمِيلًا Make sabr for five years. May Allah tabarukullah make us from the believers, that we are different from the world. We are able to exercise restraint when we have to. We are those who spend, we are not those who gather. We are different from the rest. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين.